our, our goal is for those 300 plus individuals to help them win really buyback. It's not even winning it back. It's to buy back a hundred hours a month. So if we could help these 300 individuals get a hundred hours a month or more, that's about an average of about 25 hours a week. That's really the focus. Uh, on the other end of that, from a company standpoint, that means we'll be on track for high seven figures as a company with a trajectory to get to eight figures in in the future. I, I really believe that this is a demographic and an audience that we, we are equipped to serve due to our life experiences between the two of us combined with just the need of the marketplace. It, I feel like we're really positioned well and we have a strong foundation that we've built that we're just going to continue to build upon. That's what feels good for me right now. That's our focus is to just help these individuals become time rich. I don't think that's going to go out of style anytime soon. And with the high demand of entrepreneurs just coming into the marketplace, I, I think we're going to be uniquely positioned and leverage our unique, unique abilities uh, to help this audience as much as possible. You're listening to the Seven Figure Leap Podcast. We're here to leverage rich relationships and smart strategies to take your business to the next level. Here's your host, Dustin Reekman. Welcome back to the Seven Figure Leap Show. I'm your host, Dustin Reekman, and I have another amazing guest today and another person that is a great demonstration of just the power of our networks and, and relationship building. So um, I'm going to let Mike introduce himself, talk about what he does, but I met Mike in a couple different ways <laughs> at the same time, I feel like. So one was through a, a mutual friend and, and someone that was an alumni of my flagship program, the podcast Profits Accelerator, Matt Drinkon. And so I was a guest on Matt's podcast, developed a relationship with Matt. Matt invited me into a group called Front Row Dads, which I highly endorse. It's a really amazing group of largely entrepreneurs who are making a transition from being businessmen with families to family men with businesses. And for anyone listening who can relate to that, we'll know exactly what that means. But anyway, Mike is in there with his business partner, Andrew. We really got to know each other again through Front Row Dads. And then Mike actually joined my program and recently completed the accelerator. So I feel like I've got to know Mike really well. And I became a client of his and the services he's going to talk about today with Better Than Rich. So Mike, I'll just let you freeform introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you're, what you're up to at Better Than Rich. Uh, I appreciate it, Dustin. And yeah, your community highly endorsed everything I learned in the Podcast Accelerator program. And it's, it's helped us a ton. It's helped me. I'm on uh, about 40, 42 or 43 shows now since September. We're recording in February. So with the goal of getting to 100 by by end of March. So we'll see if I hit the 100. But either way, and it's it's been pretty remarkable to see the results and just the process and everything. But uh, yeah, my name is Mike Abramowitz. I, I right now help fellow high-earning entrepreneurs leverage business systems and AI-powered delegations so they can become time-rich. We want to help these entrepreneurs free themselves from low-value tasks like admin, inbox appointment setting, social media lead nurturing, and uh, that way they can reinvest that time into the higher-value activities, the partnership, strategy, sales, podcast guesting, family, self-help, those important things. So why that's important? Well, I for me, I was in the hospital, the short version with my son for eight and a half months when he was born. He was born at one pound, four ounces. And because I put all those, a lot of these systems in place in my direct sales business, I was able to be present with my family during that time. But my business still produced six figures in revenue and profits without me there. So when I realized that there's a way for other people to replicate these simple systems and put them into their business, that's when I called my business coach who helped me put those into place. And I said, hey, do you think we could teach this to other people? 
Hence, that's the birthplace of what we've been doing since September 10th of 2021 when uh, I got to the hospital. And now my wife, uh, she became a full-time medical mom uh, during that time. And she left her corporate position working for Bit Graphic, the pens, and she was making 80 grand a year. So to have her not have to go back to work after now we're through the medical complexities with our son. He actually just started school yesterday, which is oh, really cool. Awesome. He's off the ventilator. He's he's just thriving. He's doing awesome. So yeah, these are the things that are important. It's important to have time freedom. And that's, that's what I want to help out my fellow other high earning entrepreneurs experience that. Love it. I have to say that if I flag the tape and, and use that as a great example of how to introduce yourself, it was very clear and compelling and made me like immediately want to ask you some follow-up questions and, and lean into this conversation. So I think I'd like to dig in a little bit deeper into the the what and then you know revisit what you just said there with the why, because I think there's there's it'll become very obvious to people why I'm so called to this and why I became a client of yours. I'm the, the person you just described as your ideal client. So Mike, I, I think some people would be like, yeah, Mike and Andrew, they have a VA company, right? But the way you, you framed it was so much better and gave so much better context. So, and I think that's even been an evolution for you all. So you started off 2021, was this intended to be more of a coaching only company? And then it added VA services. And now you're, you've really found the product market fit in in the combination of those two. Can you unpack the kind of business model a little bit more for us? Yeah, absolutely. So September 10th, 2021, get out of the hospital, call Andrew. And I'm like, he was my business coach. The context, I hired him as my business coach in 2016 to help me with my direct sales office with Cutgo. And for those of us that understand the model of Cutgo and Vector Marketing, it's a large recruiting company of college students. So it's a lot of like grind and working and a lot of hours. And I was able to pull myself away from all of that and run it through systematic approach because he's helped scale a company in India from 6 million to 30 million. And he had a team of 1400 underneath him that was reporting to him. So he came back and started teaching small business owners how to corporatize their small business. I was his first client that he started teaching this to. So that's like the origin story there. So that's why he was helping me I said, hey, do you think we could actually like create a curriculum around this and bring it to the public? You said, yes, let's find out. So our first event that we did was in Mexico, which was a purpose-driven event, which was what we thought these entrepreneurs needed. We thought if you want to be able to have freedom, you first need to know what it means to be free, what fulfillment feels like. So we did this 20% immersive experience in Mexico, and we got amazing feedback. These people were fired up with the content, how they were feeling. But they said, leaving the event, our feedback was, I got to go back to my business so I can work my tail off. So that way I can have time to like really enjoy the freedom. So he said, let's put on another event called Business Mastery. And that was Business Systems Mastery in March. So then we filled the space with another 20. Some was an overlap, some different. And at that Business Mastery event, March of 2022, with those 20 people, that was when we taught all of our business systems content. And at that event, on day three, on day two, I asked Andrew, I said, what if we did a beta test with virtual assistants? Like I had my own team of virtual assistants already. I said, what if we let some of these students use my VAs as a beta test to see if there's a demand in the marketplace? So I was like, let's find out. That's been Andrew and my motto for a very long time. Let's find out. So I presented it to the 20. I said, I'll do this with five people, 10 raised their hand. I was like, all right, I'll do it with all 10 of you. We had 10 (laughs) people as a beta test to see if my virtual assistant team that has been working for me could help them. 
And that was the birthplace of the VA services. It was a very spontaneous, let's find out type of approach. And that turned into now February of 2024, we have somewhere between 65 and 70 clients, somewhere like that, that use our virtual assistant team and use our virtual assistant services. So it's very much a let's find out approach and see what the marketplace is telling us. And there's obviously lots more in between that, between like our educational side of our company of how we try to find opportunities in the marketplace to teach this because the VAs are like a done for you type of agency service. And mm-hmm. then we also have like a done with you type of coaching service. Awesome. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's beautiful context. I, I wanted you to unpack that not only so people can better understand kind of the differentiator of what you guys do versus just a quote unquote generic virtual assistant agency or placement service, but also because it's a really great example of one of my own values, which is experimentation, right? Anyone that's heard my origin story would would hear (laughs) engineering to the marriage industry, to marketing, to meat sticks, to now masterminds. And so there is a through line there and those dots do connect, but I never would get from one dot to the next if I didn't do what Mike just described, which is let's try it. Let's find out like kind of like what's the worst that can happen. We can always go back and, and do what we were doing, but maybe we'll find something better by exploring this opportunity or what I would call an experiment. So that's really cool. And that's, and I think anyone that's grown a business and especially when you guys, you have staff and all these things, like that's really fast. Actually, it's, it's like just two and a half years from not even wanting a business of this type, right? Like having just dealing with your own stuff and having, having your, your, uh, premature baby and all the changes that, that, that just forced upon you and your family calling upon your coach. And then now you it probably feels like in some ways you wake up two and a half years later and look what, look what you built, but I just keep continuing to ask, like, look, let's find out, let's try this. So that's, that's awesome. I love that. And from that lens real quick, from that place of let's find out from September 10th, when I made that phone call, I've actually been responsible for generating over a million dollars in revenue from that moment of desperation of saying, how the hell am I going to replace my wife's income? And to add that much value to the marketplace has been one of the most rewarding parts for me because I was in my own lane in direct sales, building a business that helped me have time freedom, but to now help hundreds of other people experience that while simultaneously generating over a million dollars in revenue for our company, for myself, for my family, for those around me, like that's, that's really powerful. And and on top of that, we've dozens and dozens of jobs that we're providing too. It's, it's quite amazing what happens when we're challenged and we're pushed against the wall and say from that place of let's find out. So it's not just the let's find out. It's like, there's a compelling enough reason behind the let's find out to make it work too. So I think it's like a like a, a cautious, optimistic, intentional approach to the let's find out, and then yeah. it's really cool what 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 can transpire from that from that energetic. Yeah, that's amazing. It's your in some ways an epiphany moment that I know didn't happen in an exact moment, but I described that for myself when I was in engineering and just woke up one day. It felt like and was like, wait a second. I can go try entrepreneurship. And if I really suck at it, I can just go back and be an engineer. Like why am I, I put like years of pressure upon this decision. And, and so um, I just so relate to that. And there's a couple of things here, I think that just tie directly into kind of a textbook example of what we call the seven figure leap, right? You just described a million dollars in sales and revenue from this moment and, and making this change. And I think what's really key is, yes, there was a smart strategy there and you, you did the work to find the product market fit. But the other big, Part of that story is relationships like directly Andrew 
Uh, but I'm sure many other people in your circle, and as the story continues to unfold, the people in your accelerator group that you met, I know some of them had some roles in giving you more clarity and becoming clients and things like that. And so it's, it's just a great example of when you combine smart strategies and intentionality with the right relationships, that's when the leap can happen, meaning really fast progress and really fast clarity. So uh, kudos to you again for, for doing that. Just sharing with us the reason why this was so important to you in this moment. Um, before we move on and talk more about maybe the future, I'm curious, aside from your own personal story, is there a favorite like client story or someone else that you're like, we would hold this person up and say, if we could just provide this transformation for you know more people, our, our lives would be fulfilled and our business would thrive? Yeah. Well, my favorite is Andrea. Andrea Bryant was a uh, teacher for many years. And then very similar to your story, she just said, I think I want to try entrepreneurship out. I could always <laughs> go back to teaching. So she uh, started doing some real estate flipping and then saw a need in the marketplace to create a home staging company. So she said, all right, I'll create a home staging company, but knew nothing about business. So I knew her from my Tony Robbins meetup group that I was hosting in Tampa and we became friends. And then when I started this Better Than Rich business, I said, maybe there's something I could help you with with this business side of your business and the systems and the automation and getting you virtual assistants. And there was so much pushback and resistance, but there was also this hunger to learn. And with that balance, she was able to create a $100,000 business without me, before me. But she was working nonstop to create that. So when I stepped in, it, within the two years that I've been working with her now, she three extra re- business. So she did 300 grand and wow. she was able to take a lot of time off. Like this past summer, she took two 10 day trips and her business ran without her. She was also able to put team in place. So she now was able to get like stagings done. She just got put on the zombie flipper show that was on like, that's on like television, which is cool. And so we're helping her with her marketing, help with her brand. And there's still ways to go. But to be able to 3x revenue and also increase time freedom where the business can run without her, that's been a really great win. And now she's talking about maybe building it for exit where she could exit the business or put an operator in place where the business can run without her. So it's nice to have options to go from where she was grinding all the time to having some sort of time freedom inside of her business while keeping the profits steady. So that that's one of my favorites. But again, there's so many examples I can give, but that's the immediate one that shows up. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that story. So I appreciate just hearing that for my own for my own purposes. And it's, it's very relatable. There's a lot of people, their version of the seven-figure leap is going from a really and sometimes cushy or, or stressful corporate role to like finally going betting full time on themselves. And so it's, it's really cool to hear Andrew's story in that context. So Mike, I think we've got a good feel for why you do what you do, what you do. I would love to just take a minute here, a couple minutes and just look forward and be like, what's the vision? Do you guys, do, I know you and Andrew have been working hard on this and, and doing strategic planning and, and really thinking what the future might hold for the for your company. So do you mind giving us a peek into where you're where you think this is all headed? So right now we're serving, like I said, about 65 to 70 clients somewhere in that range. And we want to we're building the team and the infrastructure to be able to sustain and help uh, 300 or more clients at the same time. And our our goal is for those 300 plus individuals to help them when really buyback, it's not even winning it back, it's to buy back 100 hours a month. So if we could help these 300 individuals get 100 hours a month or more, that's about an average of about 25 hours a week. That's really the focus. 
uh, on the other end of that from a company standpoint, that means we'll be on track for high seven figures as a company with a trajectory to get to eight figures in, in the future. I, I really believe that this is a demographic and an audience that we, we are equipped to serve due to our life experiences between the two of us combined with just the need of the marketplace. It, it, I feel like we're really positioned well and we have a strong foundation that we've built that we're just going to continue to build upon. That's what feels good for me right now. That's our focus is to just help these individuals become time rich. I don't think that's going to go out of style anytime soon. And with the high demand of entrepreneurs just coming into the marketplace, I, I think we're going to be uniquely positioned and leverage our unique, unique abilities uh, to help this audience as much as possible. Love it. Uh, yeah, unique ability, I think, has come up in every every episode so far <laughs> of this podcast because it ties so deeply into these this idea of making a 10x leap or a quantum leap. So yeah, that's super inspiring to hear not only the financial goals of your company, but really tying it back to your clients. And I'm sure you have the grand total. I'm not I don't have a calculator. So the 25 hours a week for those 300 clients, like how much time is that a year? Well, so our trajectory to get to where we want to go is a hundred by a hundred. This year, that would Got be 120,000 hours. Right now, our lifetime hours is somewhere at about 40,000. So it's challenging to keep track of the hours, not going to lie, yeah. because we could keep track of the virtual assistants, like our team doing work for, for clients like you. But for the systems, it's like, how do we know how much time a new learning management software, updated CRM, or you know, adding automations like Zapier, how many hours did that really save a business owner? So that's where we get a little stuck. So it's going to be hard to be exact with what that means. So I don't know how much attention to detail we need to give to that, but it's yeah. it's definitely the focus. But are we going to be able to have the tracker and the ticker? I can't I can't promise it yet. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> it's because it's that you're you're changing things qualitatively, right, as well as quantitatively. So yes, people literally buy back their time in the sense they have a virtual assistant doing certain things for them, but one really effective system or even one really uh, dynamic relationship changes everything. And, and it's really hard to to measure that. And, and I talked about that in an earlier episode, Mike, where I really think in terms of 10xing the value that we provide people. So if you want to have a six-figure income, you provide a seven-figure impact. If you want a seven-figure income, you have an eight-figure impact, which is the tra trajectory you're on. And so the question back to me sometimes is like, well, how much impact have you had? And I'm like, Really hard to tell because that's like if someone follows the system or they get in my accelerator, like literally meeting one other person could change their entire life. And so there's these unicorn events that throw off the whole, all the math. But what we do try to do is have a kind of a baseline. So it's like a six figure marketing channel with podcast guesting is the promise of our accelerator. I feel very confident on delivering that. So then if you have 10 people in a group and you deliver that, that's a million dollars of value, right? So the math, the math is, is there in a soft way, but the qualitative side which is actually the most fun part is unpredictable and therefore hard to put in a ticker. But yeah, that, that was, I love that, that discussion. So thanks for, for painting a picture of where you're headed and, and the, the values behind that and, and the mission, mission driven side of what you're doing. I love. So as, uh, as I shared with you, Mike, and as the audience is going to grow accustomed to, uh, every time I interview someone, I, I want to really get into their story and understand it and understand why they do what they do. And I want to have a, basically a strategic uh, teaching moment, right? And so sometimes that's very instructive. Sometimes that's more like, here's some journaling prompts, or here's here's another story that might open something up for you strategically. So basically, the smart strategy part of what we do here for 10, 15 minutes. Uh, so Mike, I will, I may interrupt you, but I'm mostly just going to let you run and, and teach these six principles uh, that you wanted to, to come share with our audience today. 
Great. I'll go through these. And listener, I can assure you, I speak a little fast. Yeah. So you might want to go back through and listen. But I call this the time rich six. And uh, these are the six keys that can help you get time freedom no matter where you're at. And this is from me, from my lens of how I was able to do it and how Andrew taught me on how to remove myself from being the bottleneck in the business. So uh, number one is boundaries. So the boundaries are, how do you protect your priorities? So the first is, what are your priorities in your life? So if someone says, oh, my family is my priority, but it's like, I'm constantly answering the phone, I'm checking social media, I'm responding to text messages, responding to emails. So you got to figure out what are the boundaries. So number one, what are those priorities that you want to create boundaries around, whether it's your work environment, whether it's your personal boundaries between uh, your family, your, your loved ones, your health, your gym, friends, fun, what are the things that are most important to you that are non-negotiables that you must make sure that you are protecting the time for, for working on the business versus working in the business versus being present with family. So that's going to be, and also present for yourself. So number one is boundaries. Number two is going to be communication guidelines. So now that you create these boundaries and say, okay, this is what's considered out of bounds, right? Calling me on my cell phone at 8 p.m. at night is now out of bounds because they created these boundaries. Once the boundaries are created, how do you create communication guidelines for those people that are now crossing those boundaries? So what are the communication guidelines? So how do you want to filter communication? What are your rules of engagement for email, rules of engagement for a voice memo versus a phone call versus a text versus a um, hopping on Zoom with someone? Like, What are those rules of engagement for those communication guidelines? And also, how do you make sure that you're not settling into reaction mode or distraction mode? Because distractions happen quite frequently in business. And reaction happens quite frequently in business too. So this is why the boundaries communication guidelines really work together to lay a strong foundation for the business to sit on. So I'll I come love, up for air I, for I, those I first two. Pause a little bit on that because I feel like I feel like everyone talks about boundaries and then we talk about the things that are prioritized. I feel like for my own struggle, when I've had issues with boundaries, it's completely pointed at number two, which is the communication guidelines, right? And I, I feel like it's maybe the nature of the business that, that I'm in and then that we're all in as online entrepreneurs, the amount of accessibility people have. I'm started to th- as you were talking about that, I'm thinking I have like five email accounts and I have Slack and I have Boxer and I have my LinkedIn DMs. And I have, it's like you start thinking about all the ways people can access you. Uh, of course, I'm just calling you, texting you, Facebook messages, and they're all in play. And so having those guidelines and having very clear protocols really for clients and customers and family and friends and like all these different groups. Yeah, that, that one really got, got my mind working yeah. about how I, could, how I could really improve that in my own life because I feel like I have clear priorities and I tell myself I have boundaries, but the place where the boundaries get broken, <laughs> it's almost always communication. So please continue. And, that, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll give one one example just to click on it. Like yesterday, a front row dad, he said, uh, I was on my computer, I was getting some stuff done. I saw an iMessage pop up and uh, not a notification, but I saw there was one there. So I clicked. He said, hey, do you have a minute for a phone call? And I, at the moment, I said, I'm in the middle of doing this. Actually, the podcast pitch, I'm having a conversation with ChatGPT right now. And I'm <laughs> like, I could take this call, but I'm like, it's going to be a distraction. So I said, in order for me to be like fully present, here's my link for a catch up call. If you could find a time here or send me your link, that way I could just be fully present with you. And he's like, perfect. And I say, I know it's really like, quote, I put quote unquote formal, but that way I could only, that way I'm only focused on you at that moment in time. He's like, I get it. So like in the moment I had a choice, 
And that's a lot of what these communication guidelines create. And that's what these boundaries create, because now he knows he's never going to phone call me this one person. But every time I install uh, and reinforce the boundaries and these guidelines, it's coaching every single person in my life that it's like, you don't just call me. And then all of a sudden the call stop. It's, <laughs> it's remarkable. But but anyway, number three on the time rich six, number three is systems. And I'll actually, just in case you're taking notes, uh, I'll tell you what the next uh, few are. So number three is systems. Number four is playbooks. Number five is team. And number six is tech. So these four kind of support the, the other two, the boundaries and communication guidelines. So systems, the way we define a system is a series of processes, policies, and technologies that aid in the business's goals. So the system is really the if-thens of your business. These processes are the if-thens. So you want to just think about in your business from the four pillars. There are four pillars of business. The first is attract, meaning like lead gen, and you're attracting two types of people to the business. There's clients and there's talent. So your if-thens for your attract, and then there's convert. Convert is like the sales or the interviewing process, whether it's a client or talent. What are your if-thens for each of those? Then there's onboarding, onboarding clients, onboarding talent, if-thens for those. And then there's retain, retention of your clients, like lifetime value, and retention of your staff, which is what is your meeting structure, your cadence uh, for how your communication is with your team. So you build out all of the if-then scenarios for each of those inside of your business. And then you ask the question, which is, what needs to get automated? What needs to get delegated? How can I create a user experience within each of those different points inside the business model? So that's where the systems come into play. The playbooks is really the policy. The playbooks are really the SOPs, the standard operating procedures. The playbooks are really like the videos or the how-tos. These are the resources that support that system. So once you create if-thens, what are the SOPs? What are the resources that are going to pre create predictable outcomes inside those systems, inside those if-thens that have been created? And I go through these a little quick just to just no, fine. I do want to just call out there. I, sure, I feel sure. like a problem that I see a lot, and again, I'm sure I've been guilty of it, is you have systems and playbooks as two separate things. I think a lot of times people just think of them as one thing, meaning, oh, if I need a system in my business, it just means I need to make an SOP, standard operating procedure, and then I have a system. But that doesn't work because you have to know when, when that applies and when it doesn't. And there's got to be some logic behind, like you said, if this happens, then use this SOP. But if this happens, use this one. And yeah, I'm, I'm again, guilty as charged as far as and some, and I'm working actively on doing this because I'm taking the next leap in my business. And one of the areas I know is fulfillment, right? Like my fulfillment um, on my promises and, and the things that I do is like, all me and all manual. And so for me, that's very much a mix of the next two things. I was just team <laughs> and tech. So I'll just queue you up with that. Yeah, that's and that's perfect. And you're absolutely right. The system is the if thens, like a flow chart. Flow chart is systems. The playbooks are once I have the flow chart, that's like the I have the play. Like you have the play that circles and the squares and stuff oh, on, the, on the thing. Yeah, in right? football, you gotta first call the play for the situation the appropriate play for the situation, but then you have to execute the play, which is the SOP. Correct. And that's where you have the playbook. So it's like this, that's the, the, we're calling the plays. But then the question is who's running the plays, right? And that's where the team and the tech kind of <laughs> come into play. So the team is who are the who's, right? So who are the who's that are going to be executing the playbooks? 
And if you follow Dan Martell, like uh, above me, buy back your time, he has the, the replacement ladder. He says admin, and then you could interchange marketing or client success or fulfillment, and then sales and then leadership. But the admin, there's all in those four pillars of the business, there's so many places that admin support can fall into play. So I would suggest number one is, who are the who's that I could install into my business to offset all of my administrative? That's inbox management, counter management. And when I say inbox, that's not just email. That's your Facebook. That's your LinkedIn, your social platforms, Instagram. How can I have, who are my who's that could cover my inbox? Who are the who's that can handle my appointment setting? Who are the who's that can help me with video editing? Who are the who's that can help me with getting me on podcasts as an example, right? So who are all these who's that can help with this? Even if it's voice work, if it's appointment setting, if it's social media management, content calendar creation, like all of these type of administrative things that can fall into a marketing department or can support with sales, sending recap emails, whatever it might be. So who are those who's? And then there's expert who's that we want to figure out. It's like there's lower tier who's like like the virtual assistants, but then there's like, who are the expert who's there's the follower who's that's like executors. And then there's expert who's that I want to install that already uh, like they know how to do stuff. Who are those individuals? And frankly, for most businesses, we start with the lower tier ones to free me up so I can focus on building out these systems and SOPs. So that way, when I bring in an expert person, I could put them directly to work in executing on the systems and playbooks that I created. So order of operations is dependent, of course, but then the technology, the tech is the last one, which is what are the tools that are going to be used by the team? So what are the tools they're going to be using? Like what is the CRM? What is any automation technology that we want them to use? Scheduling software like a Calendly? What are any of these type of technology enhancements, AI, chat GPT, those types of things that are going to support that team in executing those plays that are inside that system? So that way you can make sure that you have you're living inside of those boundaries and, and making your priorities stay the main things. And then anybody that steps out of bounds on those communication guidelines, you could enforce your team and tack to protect you like your offensive linemen, as an example. So, all comes together in the time rich six. Yeah, I love it. The time rich six. So I, I did take notes, boundaries, communication guidelines, systems, playbooks, team and tech. Um, I'm sure everyone listening can think of probably multiple, but at least one of those that's like the glaring weakness and, and maybe where they're where they're either stuck or plateaued or they're feeling overwhelmed or their schedule's a bit out of control. And so, Mike, if that's them, and again, I use you guys and I highly endorse your work. Please tell us more about how people can work with you or if you have any resources or anything you'd like to share. Well, the resource that I'm giving right now, I learned in your accelerator. So I'm giving my time, uh, which (laughs) is to do a time audit with you. I'm calling it a 90-day delegation plan. So you'll get a 25-page time audit workbook uh, that you'll get access to before the call. So you could go through it. And then we'll review what are all of the areas of your business that you feel are like draining your energy or distracting distracting you from your time. So we figure out how can we get those offloaded during the next 90 days. And we figure out what those are. Once we figure out what those are and how to free up you some of your time during the next 90 days, we'll have that list ready. At the end of the call, I'll say, do you want our team to handle all of this for you? If yeah. we're able to, like if our team is able to have the ability to knock out that list for you, it will be a great fit. We would love to do that. That's our done for you virtual assistants. They're all powered by AI and they can handle a lot of those low energy draining, lower value tasks for you as a business owner. So it could be done for you as you just not buy you. If that's the case, 
I'll tell you a little bit more about our services. If it's not the case where it's like, maybe the things you need are expert level type of who's, then at least you'll have the clarity from the conversation and you'll be able to go into activity. So whether or not it's a good fit, I know for sure you'll get a ton of value from the conversation. Most of these are 30 to 45 minutes and you'll get a tremendous value. I'm not going to be doing these forever, but I am doing them right now. So you could go to betterthanrich.com slash 90 day plan. That's nine zero day plan. And I would love to have that conversation with you. Betterthanrich.com slash nine zero day plan. Book a call. It goes directly to my calendar. And again, you'll have the time audit workbooks, 25 pages and be thrilled to, to have these. I'm getting a lot of energy from these, Dustin. That's why I'm doing this. Where someone says, is this worth your time? It's like, <laughs> absolutely. I'm Because I'm getting energy from these conversations, which is why I'm doing them right now. That's amazing. Wow. What an offer. I know this won't last long because his Mike's communication guidelines will change <laughs> at some point to be like, that is I'm no longer <laughs> taking these calls. I've got a, a who that, that can help you out or you can go use some technology. But I think that's an amazing uh, ability to connect with Mike directly, tap into his his brain and all of his experience around these six pillars and, and the time rich six. So yeah, better than rich.com slash 90 day plan. And of course we'll have that in the show notes as well. So I mean, we've talked a few times about what I do and, and the accelerator and Mike endorsed it here to, to open, to open the interview, which I really appreciate. So if you're curious about what, what I'm doing at the podcast profits accelerator, my communication guideline is to go to seven figure leap.com. Just right there on the homepage, you're going to see a big button that says schedule a consultation. That'll let you uh, talk to someone on our team about your business and how podcast guesting and this partnership marketing that we do might be of service to you and helping you scale what you're doing on the marketing side of things. And then hopefully you get a bunch more clients and then you need much more of your time back and you and you go hire Mike. And we've actually got a partnership uh, emerging here with Mike and his company because part of what we teach in my accelerator is you as the entrepreneur should learn this and own it and, and create the strategy. We co-create the strategy with you. Then you should hand it off to a virtual assistant to run it for you, right? And so and now that Mike's been through the program, they fully understand it. They've got the SOPs and the playbooks that they're we're co-creating so that my entrepreneurs that are going through uh, my program can just go directly higher, better than rich for a lot of the, the legwork that comes with the systems that we run. So there's definitely a symbiotic connection here between better than rich and what we're doing at Seven Figure Leap. And Mike, I really appreciate you coming on, sharing again, one last time, betterthanrich.com slash 90 day plan. People can go book a live call with Mike and find out how you can be more efficient in your business and and unlock yourself so you can work on your business and not in your business on a day-to-day basis. So Mike, again, very grateful for our, our friendship, our relationship, and all the amazing content that you shared today. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Dustin.